This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Money System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. This gal, I just, I love her story, man. She's, uh, you know, when it comes to like the, the poster child of MLSP, I think this, you know, it doesn't get much better than this story. She, uh, this gal was, uh, uh, you know, she was in business for herself. She was a jewelry artisan up in Canada, making less than two grand a month Canadian, driving around, you know, town on the weekends selling her jewelry. She found herself recently single and a couple of teenage boys at home did not know how to copy and paste. None of that mattered. She found this industry, this business, and in her words, it was either like, I got to go, you know, I, I got to make something happen. I got to make more money. My son needs new cleats and I don't have any money. Right? And in her words, it was either like, go get, you know, go bag groceries down, down the street or figure out some type of business online. You know, thankfully, she chose the latter, uh, and it was not overnight for her, the success. She invested a lot, got to uh, a retreat here in Austin, and, and got super uncomfortable, flew across the country, uh, literally across you know, Canada and in the entire state to get to Texas. And it was just, you know, she was on fire. She wasn't going to be denied. She got up every single day and built her audience, increased her skills, did the thing, got good, got great at communication, got great at marketing and social media. Like, it's possible, and now she's free. Multiple revenue streams, top earner in her company, has been able to take her kids, you know, literally all over the globe to places that they chose. Laptop, cell phone, boom. It's possible, man, to have that freedom, especially in today's world, man, where you have that value and, and you've got that security that your skills, your value, you can take care of your family. There's nothing like it, nothing. And she has that. It's possible for you, too. Aaron Birch, good morning, my friend. Master affiliate Aaron Birch, welcome to the Wake Up Call. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. And you know, you're right, Brian. It is security. When you learn marketing, that gives you such a sense of security. Mm -hmm. And no one can take that away from you. Yep. All righty, guys, we're going to jump in here. Uh, we are going to talk about posting today, posting on social media. So we're going to talk about five valuable posting tips to create a strong connection with your audience. I really want to talk about this because I feel like this is something sometimes people miss the boat. I certainly did when I started my business. I didn't understand how to really connect on a deep level with these, these relationships that I was creating, the relationships that were going to join me in MLSB, join me in my business opportunity, buy the products I was promoting. So we're going to talk about that because the faster you can build an audience and create a real connection with your audience, the sooner they are going to take you up on your offers and you're going to make money. So you can go at this slowly or you can go fast. So today I want to help you go faster. So why is it important to create a good, strong connection with your audience? 
because people are going to pay money to people they know, like, and trust more so now than ever. And with so many people marketing on social media, you want it to be you that people are paying money to, right? So the faster you can create that no like, and trust factor, the faster you're going to build your business and make money. So tip number one, you have to share yourself. Now, if you're pretty new to social media marketing, this might make you go, oh, that's exactly how it made me feel. When I started my business, I didn't even know how to post a picture. I didn't know how to selfies. I hate selfies, okay? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm still not fond of them. And when I first started my business, I said, I'm going to make as much money as I can without ever posting a selfie, without ever doing a video, without ever being on a webinar, and without ever speaking on stage. But I realized if I wanted the kind of successful business other people were having, I would have to do what they were doing. And they were posting selfies. They were doing videos. They were sharing themselves. So I went from being quite a private person, was not active on social media, to in, you know, small steps to sharing myself. So let me ask you a question. Does your audience know what you care about? Do they know what your core values in life are? Do they know what you do for fun? Do they know what kind of personality you have? Are you bringing your personality into your marketing? These are some of the things you need to share with your audience. If you are you know, a part-time yoga instructor, your audience should know that. If you're into horses, your audience should know that. These details about you are important to share because they create that know, like, and trust factor. It also creates a lot of relatability. Oh my gosh, you're a hiker? Me too. What's your favorite hike of all time? That's a very easy conversation to have with someone when you have a commonality. But people aren't finding commonalities with you if you're not sharing these things about yourself. So if you're posting a picture of you and the kids, let's say you are making pancakes on a Sunday morning, are you just showing the picture of you and the kids making pancakes? Or are you telling the story? Who are those kids? Who are those kids? These are my boys, Lucas and Joshua, and we're making chocolate chip pancakes today. Sharing those personal details. At least they my kids. So it always blows me away when I have a new client and I kind of dig into their past and what they did for a living, you know, before they started their business. And it's like, oh my God, you were a professional ballerina? Where is that on your profile? Oh my God, you were in the military? Where's that on your profile? Because once people learn these things about you, they feel like they know you much better. So I did have a client, and when we started working together, his profile was all business, all business. By the way, if you're all business on your profile, oftentimes people don't want to become friends with you because they know you're just going to hit on them for business. 
right? Because they see you as only business. They have no connection to you whatsoever. They don't, there's no personal connection because they're not able to, to, to feel who you are, right? So I was working with a client and he was all business. So we went through all this and I'm going, you got to start sharing yourself, dude. So he posted a picture of him laying by a pool in his apartment complex on a lounge chair, had a book in his hand so I could see the book that he was reading. That made me feel like I know him better. He was wearing a tank top so I could see the tattoo on his arm. That made me feel I knew him better because I knew what that tattoo was. And it indicated something about him, what he cares about. Right? All tattoos have a story. So there you go. You have to start sharing yourself. But that being said, if you have things in your past or things in your life you do not want to share, you don't have to share them. You share what you're willing to share, but you've got to be sharing some details to create that know, like, and trust factor and relatability. It's really hard to connect with someone when you know nothing about them, right? Think about it. Even in offline, if you go to a party and you're talking to someone and they're just talking about the weather, you don't know them. You don't feel you know them because you know nothing about them personally. It's the same deal online. Okay? Share yourself. Next one, this kind of ties into it. Post like people don't already know you. So oftentimes when I'm working with clients, you know, they'll have the picture of them and their kids. And I'm like, well, who are those kids? And they're like, well, those are my kids. Oh, you mean they're not the neighbor kids or your sister's kids? No, they're my kids. Well, people don't know that unless you say that. So you want to post like your audience is not psychic. Just because you said something one time doesn't mean your audience doesn't know it and you're always posting for the new relationships you're creating as well. So just because you shared once or twice a while back that you have kids, five dogs, love yoga, love traveling, building a business online, love to cook. Even though you once said it, that's forgotten. You're continuously sharing things about yourself. So let me ask you, when is the last time you posted about building an online business or that you're in affiliate marketing or network marketing? This is something your audience needs to know. If they scroll through like, you know, your last 25 posts, they need to see that you're building an online business. Otherwise, it's kind of weird. Think about this. You're having a conversation with someone and you want to make them an offer of MLSP or your business opportunity, but they don't even know you're building an online business. They're like, oh, where'd this come from? This came out of left field. But if they know you do that because you post about business once in a while, you know, like once a week or whatever, then it's not out of left field. They're like, oh, yeah, I I already know you do that. So, boom. It's not so awkward. So, create posts for people who don't know you very well. Okay? So, another thing you can do with that is you want to extrapolate. You want to explain why you're posting what you are. So you want to explain the reason behind it. 
tell the story that's going on in the picture. So let's just use the example of making chocolate chip pancakes with the kids. Tell the story. Don't just do the picture and go say, making pancakes. That doesn't really help. You know, it creates that know, like, and trust factor a little bit. But if you extrapolate on that and tell the story, then people are going to get to know, like, and trust you much faster. Right? Uh, How about this? Uh, We spent 20 minutes deciding what we were going to put in our pancakes today. Joshua loves chocolate chips. Benjamin loves bananas. So we flipped a coin and Joshua won chocolate chips it is. Boom. There's a story behind everything, right? Especially when you have kids. Oh, my God. You got stories. So you're creating the know, like, and trust factor, and you're creating relatability, okay? Relatability. Keyword. Next one, be vulnerable. Share your struggles and challenges, but, but, don't play the victim. Don't just talk about your struggles and challenges and play the victim and be the oh, poor me. No more pity party. You can share your struggles and challenges, but then have kind of a moral of the story, right? What you learned from that experience, how it helped you grow, even though the experience sucked when you were going through it, it helped you become a stronger person. Share how it made, how the situation made you better if you're sharing kind of a touchy story about yourself. So you can share your struggles and challenges, but share how you overcame the struggle and challenge or share how you are working on overcoming the struggle and the challenge or the challenge. So be vulnerable, but don't play the victim. Nobody likes to be around somebody who's stuck in victim mode. You know when you meet someone and you're like, hey, how are you? And you get the whole lowdown of everything that's, you know, negative that's happened in their life. Nobody wants to be around that. So if you're going to share something, have kind of a, a pleasant moral to the story, so to speak. Next one, share your story. This, again, could possibly relate to vulnerability, but not necessarily. Why are you doing what you do? Why are you building an online business? Why is it important to you? Your story should be shared on a regular basis. Creates that relatability. Why are you doing this? Why do you want to work your way out of your job? Why do you want more free time? What are you going to do with that free time? What does that mean for you and your family? And here's the truth. Sometimes, okay, you might be thinking, but I don't have a story. I didn't think I had a story either until I heard Brian tell my story on a morning wake-up call. And I went, oh, my God, I got a story. Your story doesn't have to be how you were, you know, were dead for three minutes on a gurney in a hospital and came back to life. (laughs) It doesn't have to be so dramatic. You have a story. Every single human being has a story. So just sit down and go through your life. Yes, you've got the why you're building your business, but you are so full of experiences. Those are all stories. Write down from your earliest childhood memories all all the experiences, the memories, the stories that you can imagine. 
And you're going to find you may go from, I don't have a story, to, oh, my God, I've got hundreds of stories I can share. I guarantee you it's, it's a bit of an epiphany when you do that. Sit down with a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and go through your life and start jotting down stories. These are all things you can share with your audience if you're comfortable sharing it, right? It doesn't have to be, you know, something horrible from your past. But you are full of stories. And oftentimes you can totally angle those stories to business. Next one, this is a big one. Talk with your audience, not at your audience. So you don't want to get in the habit of just lecturing. So we know as attraction marketers, we need to be providing value to our audience. There has to be a reason for people to to bother to follow us. So sometimes we kind of fall in a trap, I did when I started my business, of just kind of lecturing my audience. It creates an energy of separation between you and your, and your audience, you and these relationships, these friends that you've made. It creates an energy of separation, not connection. So no one likes to be spoken at, but they want to be spoken with. So you want to include your audience in the conversation. Get conversations going on social media. It will make your audience feel like they matter to you, like you're not separate. Do you ever meet somebody and you get the impression that they are so self-important that they feel they're above you, right, more knowledgeable than you, better than you? How does that make you feel? doesn't make you feel warm and fuzzy for them, does it? wouldn't inspire you to follow them on social media and join their business opportunity, buy their their course, their products, join them in MLSB, right? Because you get the feeling that they feel they're above you. This is one reason you want to mix in the storytelling and the vulnerability with the value you're you're providing. You got to do all of these things. So how do you start talking with your audience and not just at them? Yes, provide value, but ask them what they think. Ask them how, how they feel about something. Ask them if they've ever experienced something like this. Ask them for advice. So I am the most, well, I shouldn't say that. That's wrong. Self-talk careful what you say to yourself. I'm not a very techie person. So when I have a tech question, oftentimes I'll ask my audience for a few different reasons. So check this out. A, that's an engagement post. That's going to generate a lot of conversation. And when someone knows something that you don't know, it makes them feel good to be able to to help you out with the information. I have no ego about not being techie. I have no problem asking people for tech help. And it makes people feel good when they can help you out. So you end up getting, you know, a lot of engagement on that post. It's an engagement post. It starts conversation. 
you can then, when you ask for advice, you can then reach out to everybody who has, you know, attempted to help you out, comment on their comment on your post, but take that further and get into a conversation with them. Message them. What does that look like? You know, hey, John, thank you so much for that piece of advice. You know, it totally worked, or I'm writing this down, or whatever, right? Thank them for spending the time and energy to help you out. Chit-chat about that for a minute or so. Ask a question, you know, how was your summer? Did you go anywhere? Blah, blah, blah. Or are you going anywhere for Christmas? Right? Then you can continue the conversation. Ask one more personal question. Then you could segue to business. What are you working on now, John? Last time we chatted, you were building an online business. Are you still doing that? Or I see you're still building your online business because I see it on your profile. How are you enjoying it? How's everything going? Are you still, you know, in network marketing? I think you were last time we chatted. Are you still doing that? So you can transition a conversation to business from any kind of post. But consider this. When you take the conversation into Messenger and transition the conversation to business, it doesn't feel awkward when you're friends. When you're friends. When this person feels they know, like, and trust you because you've been doing all these things in your marketing, sharing yourself, sharing your story, being vulnerable, dropping any kind of ego. When they know, like, and trust you, the conversations are so much easier. So why would you not do these things in your marketing, in your posting, to make those conversations and the conversions of those conversations into sales much easier? Think about that. People don't join companies. They join people. And there's a lot of people out there who are looking for the person they can relate to to join. So you have to give them that opportunity to relate to you, to know, like, and trust you. Because oftentimes, people are picking up your vibe. They may not even realize it, but they're picking up on your vibe and they're making a judgment like, oh my gosh, this is the person I want to be working with. So you have to give them the opportunity to connect with you in a deep way. And I'm telling you, This is going to set you apart from everyone out there. There's a lot of marketers on social media. And people aren't able to relate to everybody, but they're better able to relate to the people who are sharing themselves and showing up on social media in this way. So there you go. I hope that helps you out. I will just quickly go over them for you. I wrote notes last night, and then I woke up this morning, and they were all gone. So... I was winging it, but that's okay. Uh, Tip number one, share yourself. Start sharing personal details that you're comfortable sharing about yourself. Bring your personality onto social media. Don't be boring. Don't be afraid to share your personality. If you're a little bit edgy, go for it. People like that. If you're funny, be funny. But you've got to bring some personality And if you're going, I don't really have any personality, you do. You do. You just haven't brought it out yet. So here's a last little tip for you to add to that. Be your true authentic self. But maybe be your true authentic self on steroids just a little bit. 
just a little bit. They say the camera adds 10 pounds. I say it also takes about 50% of your personality away. So be your true authentic self, but just show up in a bigger way. That will become the new you. So share yourself, be authentic. Post like people don't already know you. Don't think that because you said, but I already told my audience I have kids. Nobody remembers. Or you're, you're connecting with new people all the time. So never forget that one. Uh, next one, be vulnerable. Vulnerable, but not the victim. Share your struggles and challenges, but share how you've, you've dealt with that situation or how you are dealing with the situation. Next one, share your story. All your stories. Why you're doing what you're doing why you chose the company you're working with, why you want to be spending more time with your family, why traveling is so important to you. Share your stories. And then talk with your audience, not at them, so that they don't feel this weird separation, like you're on a pedestal and they're beneath you. You want your equals, your equals. Yes, you want to be creating you know, building your credibility and, and building your influence and having people see you as an authority figure. But you can still be on the same level as people so that you don't make them feel like you think you're all that. Know what I mean? Confidence, but not arrogance. Boom. I hope that helps you out. I hope that helps you maybe come out of your comfort zone a little bit when it comes to posting. If you're like, yeah, I got stuff I don't want to share, then don't. Share what you're comfortable sharing. Don't get in trouble from your family, but share some details about yourself. It creates a stronger connection. Okay, and I will see you over on the MLSP fan page in just a couple of minutes. Bye! You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.